Okay. It's Greasy Conversation. We're on RadioVegas.rocks. We are getting our streams going. We've got massive news today. The news, dare I say, of the decade when it comes to science and yeah. associated magic. Get ready. That's right. It's Greasy Conversation. It's the talk show of the enterprise of Greasy Conversation. Of course, you can catch us 5 o'clock at Friday. You're there already, but it's on RadioVegas.rocks, and RadioVegas.rocks is what you've got to memorize to mention to our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. We've got Ange Kerfoot here today, crack correspondent. You may not know it, but the majority of our news comes from this person. Did She's you say gonna... crack whore correspondent? Yeah. <laughs> Was that... Is that salting? Is that like That's a negative thing? I thought That's that was cool right now. Like. I thought that was like a street thing to call <laughs> yeah, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's hip, right? You people are into that. Yeah. No, but an actual crack whore correspondent. That would be a, that would be would a thing. Be hilarious. Yeah. Dude, I love that. I love that idea. Yeah, that's yeah. the the vault door slamming open on today's mysteries and effervescent discoveries they're bubbly discoveries i mean this yeah i don't know stuff's getting just, tough i was just being in the moment yeah there's meds and just meds are here i'd like to celebrate that we're oh, celebrating yeah. mental independence that's all right yeah taking charge of your brain chemicals however it be must way be yeah there we go handled curb your we saved it to curb show it to your you mood curb that curb it okay all right, where to start, where to start? I guess we should start with our good friend, TV Santa Claus, or as he's being dubbed Oh man! by some. Uh, so in this, just some <laughs> town in Virginia, this dude is going around, they captured him on some uh, videos that people, you know, security cameras and stuff. So this dude just dresses in a blue jumpsuit, looks like he's uh, works in an auto shop or something. Has an old school TV on his head. Looks like late, probably one of those ones you had in your bedroom as a kid. Yeah, CRT, you know? definitely a tube TV. It looks like a what would you say, like a fifteen inch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. At least, at least. Yeah, fifteen to a seventeen. But I definitely had one of those in my in my bedroom as a kid. Yeah, it was your Super Nintendo TV. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he just has been going around this neighborhood, leaving old school TVs on people's porches. Yeah, there's, this immediately made me think, okay, this is a recycling professional that just isn't wanting to pay the fees anymore, so they're <laughs> just getting rid of their extra recycling inventory. They're closing down part of their a wing of their business. Oh, oh, boss, I'll get rid of those TVs for you. I'll, yeah, get, yeah, I'll right. get them gone. But there's like 60 of them. So someone had to have procured. I mean, you got to really do a lot of thrift store hunting to get a hold of this many of these things. All, yeah, for uh, sure. all a carryable size too. It's not like console ones. They're all huggable units. They're all uh, hug-sized TVs. Because you can see this person. People are assuming, man, this could be a, this could be a lady hugging these TVs, dropping them off. I think it could be even be like a a group of people in a combined art project with some kind of message to it that they expect people to figure out eventually because <laughs> they had to spend some money to get a hold of all these things there's an investment here yeah i mean they're hanging on like to the not analog that much because these old tvs are like junk now so i mean but 60 of them at 10 bucks that's like 600 dollars. not who the 
fuck is going to buy an old school TV that's shit for $10? That, People that give store you can't, Apparently you haven't worked at Goodwill before. Yeah, I was really? going to say. That's right. No, like on. a legit little like 15-inch old ass shitty TV is $10 at Goodwill. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, you. for sure. Oh, fucking A. Well, there's only, you know, it can only be so old to be sold. But they, things slip out there onto the floor, man. I mean, it's a lot of volunteers. What do you want? I mean, buyer beware, I guess. Yeah. It's court court referred individuals. <laughs> can you can you haggle at Goodwill and be like, Absolutely. They just, say you can't, but that's BS. You absolutely. If can. I just go nice. in there and like, I'm like, hold on, hold on. Protest. This TV is from yeah. 1989. Well, all right. Like, do you know what kind of TV I could get now for ten dollars? Brand new. Yeah, but those <laughs> enthusiasts, though. You can haggle at Goodwill, though. It's a thing. People yeah. just they just say you won't, but if you keep asking for the manager, they'll haggle with you to get you out of there. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I don't want to leave without this item, but I simply won't pay this price, my good madam. People love to haggle there over, like, a sewing machine without a cord. It's like, it's as is. It's nine ninety nine. I mean... Yeah, what you want? What do you want from, what do you want from a lot of, But you're also talking about usually people buying sew, sewing machines aren't using eBay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I make a confession? I'm the reason why there's all these sewing machines without cords. Because <laughs> they come with this foot pedal, right? And I would... I would swipe just the foot pedal and buy that without a tag. They're like, oh, I can't find the tag, but I need this foot pedal for my sewing machine. And then I was going to make guitar effects out of them, but instead I just have a drawer of these <laughs> sewing machine lives uh, ruined. Yeah. yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. It's like the opposite of recycling. It's very sad and it's very true. No, I prevented people from beginning a sewing career. These people have been looking on eBay for that cord for fucking years. They, right. They bought the machine. They're all... Well, that, no, that's that's a good place. He was just cornering the market. Yeah, now I can eBay these. Yeah, just if jack up the price. Ain't no one got them. If no. you want a cord, you want a sewing machine foot so. pedal, you got to go through me. <laughs> that would have been a great move if I didn't gut them already. So and what? Then, oh, fuck. <laughs> so what is the point? I mean, like, how would you feel if you ended up with one? Like Greg said, I mean, you're dumping trash. I mean, what could their point possibly be? Yeah, Return now, of the analog, which we know is, uh, I mean, it's cute, but we're not going that way. Vintage yeah, yeah. video game people, though, they're, they're definitely... I'm into that. I'm just saying. But why you would want I think they would be busy making uh, chiptune gear and not dropping trash at people's porches. Yeah, that's a weird thing. And also, it's like they can't proselytize going to vintage video games by just leaving people on old TV. Most people, that's going to mean nothing to them. But the thing is, it's, I think... I'm on with Waz. I think it's got to be some type of like art project... Or statement like that because in this video that was captured you see him walking on the porch and he places it in a somewhat specific manner like he has some intention of yeah facing the screen toward the door for some reason who knows i don't know i mean i'm guessing it's just a dude who it's like a prank or an art thing if i was going through a paranoid stint prank. that would really make me uncomfortable right yeah totally <laughs> but uh i one thing i thought of is what if people start to do this with other things? Like anything you want to leave on someone's porch, you have to put that same object on your head <laughs> to deliver it. This Halloween, look out. We're going to put pumpkins on our heads and then leave jack-o'-lanterns also. Oh, man. That makes too much sense. That's too obvious. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like leaving someone like just a, a basket of fruit. But your head is your also, head is also a basket of, of fruit. <laughs> it's totally just a test to see an experiment to see how far it goes on the internet. Yeah, guys, probably. It's just yeah. Holla in the chat. Try like to get a hold. In life now. <clears throat> we all need to, as a community, try to get as many microwaves to me as we can. <sighs> We're gonna get a no, bunch no, no, no. of. You're not huggable, in our house. <laughs> hug-sized microwave ovens. 
just little huggable ones. I'm going to put one on my head. I'm going to drop these. I'm going to be the Vegas microwave oven fella version of these. And you open it, and then you take out this sandwich, and you're leaving it in doorstep. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I only need one microwave, and I can open the front away from their doorbell camera. I'll just pick people with ring doorbells. You can like, I, drop those plates out of microwaves or something, like just the plate. Yeah, just the plate Another out of there. Another thing Goodwill sells, just the plate. Need <laughs> <laughs> one of those microwave spinny plates. And so, and so we tried to follow up before the show because this was reported like earlier this week. Yeah, where this is gone. Um, and we couldn't really find any follow-ups, but I did find a different article from the initial one that I read, and it did say that. The same thing happened in a different neighborhood last year. No last way. So this isn't even the first of this annual seeming thing. Yeah. So this is the second occasion. They're like, this. it didn't work with three of us. So now we have 300 of us and this is going on the internet. It is going to trend. <laughs> it's got to be right. more than one person for 60 yeah, of these yeah, yeah. instances. We but, might want to be friends with these people even. Yeah, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're cool people. <laughs> I want to go to this neighborhood where the cops are just like, what? Talk about living in the moment. Right. <laughs> there's no there's no looking into this there's no crime here they can just keep doing this forever apparently no i read that there's a, a charge of illegal dumping dumping yeah like littering them, or yeah. illegal dumping yeah yeah on people's that's... properties but i don't know if they'd like follow through with that and it might be more of just like getting to the bottom of it you know what i mean like that's what i would i would just want to know like yeah. what is going on solve the mystery these cause... people obviously want us to know can I point out for the paranormal aspect of it that there's clearly <laughs> orbs in this photo? Did you see the orbs? orbs? Oh, God. Yeah, those orbs are clearly leading the way here. These are <laughs> dominant orbs that influence the psychology of man. Clearly. There's no other explanation for orbs in a photo except yeah. that they are orbs. Of course. These Orb. are spirits. These are living spirits, probably related to this gentleman. Or do madam. not research cameras. No. Yeah, do not research how cameras work. No, that pops a hole in that. Yeah, it's against orb religion. All right. Don't learn about focus or depth of field. Yeah. By all means. So. Oh, that's great. Is this the time? The submarines here. The submarines here, you guys. Yeah. Did it. All right. Is so. A... I yeah. I ran into this, which is kind of tragic, for a dude. Um, but this dude goes in to the doctor for pain in his knee and actually discovers that his penis is turning into bone. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing, but he wasn't the only one to have this occur. It's a calcium? Yep. Yeah. Good guess. Calcium over here is the... Yeah, calcification. Oh, there's actually a... There's a picture about it. There's, <laughs> there's a disease that beyond this, like where... It, it just ends up turning people's tissue in their entire body throughout their lifetime into bone. So, like, that yeah. yeah. stuff just oh. calcifies. Sometimes, like, that's fucked, man. Sometimes you can even, I've had this happen. Sometimes uh, calcification can happen in through your gums, or sometimes you get a teeth pulled, and that's just bits of your tooth. But sometimes calcification can happen and come through your gums. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had happen. to have some, like, uh, like, what the hell is this? I had some, like, <laughs> bone things shaved off the inside Shards. of my jaw, yeah. There were just like little bone growths in there. I know those are different things, but yeah. Wow. I mean, they don't like, wasn't a big deal, but they gave me drugs, so that was cool. <laughs> you taking a look? You taking a, taking a good look at this fellow's little dude, but no, bone like package? How, oh, mean, there's this. I don't know if YouTube's going to allow that. Dude, how, keep moving. how shitty right. would it be to like go into the doctor don't do the nervous scroll thing. and be like, <laughs> oh man, I fucked up my knee. And then he's like, oh yeah, you really fucked up your knee, but also. Yeah. Your cock's turning to bone, dog. 
Yeah, you you want that it's like really reversible. Not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing because <laughs> I feel uncomfortable, so I'm just laughing. It's it's yeah, one of those it's, things it's, that you think bad, you want and then you don't. That's why. I it's mean, funny. at least it's not your fucking legs. I mean, I, yeah, I guess so. But big it, one. I it mean, does suck. something's gonna leave. Something's gonna get. I mean, something's gonna calcify. Suck. Yeah, it would suck something's if that happens. Calcify. Like, if it happened on any part of your body, it would fucking suck. Is the point? And like, it just. Yeah. It just. Uh, yeah. So Someone should overall, case. man. Someone rubbed the lamp, right? And the genie came out. And the genie was like, that's your first wish. That's really what you want? <laughs> All right. You're going to have a talk with the doctor in a minute. You're not asking this question appropriately. You're going to have it's a... Always like, that's the thing with wishes, man. It's always like the monkey's paw type bullshit. Yeah. We're like... Boner, you say. Okay. Yeah. If right. you insist. Yeah. Be careful what you ask for. You want the hardest boner of all time? <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh. I know. Poor guy. Sorry. I Don't just, mess with no, the genie. No, I mean, carry on. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's just how I cope with yeah, terrible too. shit. Yeah, me too. Me so. too. Set the genie free, you guys. That's the, that's the lesson there. Right. All right. Should we could we probably do? do some cool shit with it, though, and, like, take this whole thing the other direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there could be a whole sideshow with this action. I mean... Maybe chicks would like it. This is a, a marketing opportunity lost. Maybe dudes, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, right. For sure. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about. Should we get well? Science news yet? Science time? Yeah. Dude, always, it's we've always got a lot of time. science. Yeah, we have yeah. a lot of Did science news today. Did you just ask if it was science time? Shit. Are you get, navigating away from science, Greg? <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> trying to get back to my roots of. All right. Let's work. <clears> introduce fires from lightning bolts. Yeah. Lightning fires coming up. Bushes on fire. Yeah. Trying to relive the past. Fires yep. of all kinds. Hunting with a stick. Stick man. hunting. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticks. You guys didn't know because you weren't wearing headphones. You guys ever had squirrel before? <laughs> Tastiest little sums of bitches you ever did eat. <laughs> all right. So for the first time ever, scientists have photographed light as both uh -huh. a particle and a wave oh yeah which is really interesting uh to just dive right in i'm sure everyone's heard this before uh, if you're familiar just need to brush up on it um, light acts as both a wave and a particle sometimes depending on what mood it's in basically um and how you're observing it and what it's doing so we've always or it's been it's never been directly observed as both things at once because it's not really one or the other it's this weird amalgamation of both things that behaves very distinctly from particles or waves but it can also behave like those things okay when can it wants I to. dive in and yeah. activate the thing that i was most looking forward to of this specific broadcast is talking about this this is such a big deal because as long as we've been alive physicists have argued about whether light is better represented as a particle or a wave or rather its fundamental nature is it one of these things is it is there this ether like waves of air make sound and sound isn't a thing it's just waves and air and air is the actual thing mm. is there this fabric of light and when you shake the bedsheet of this fabric of light is that what we're seeing is actual bursts of light and how fast you shake the bedsheet is that uh, is that what's causing color? Is that the frequency that determines color? Or is each waft of this bedsheet an actual object? And with how we perceive things, the difference hey. has been... Yeah. <laughs> it's been practically irrelevant because we can work with light as something that we change the frequency of and as something that we detect particles of. So 
it went from uh, particles of waves is the more recent way it's been talked about wave packets. We talk about photons as these wave packets. But in this case, we actually see waves represented uh, and we see these dots. And, and, and when you first look at this, it kind of feels like this is really simple. Uh, is, it, is it really this simple that I'm looking at waves and when you see the tips of these waves, it also looks like dots? This looks like something that you could see in the air when we hear sound from an explosion. These waves propagate. If there's a uh, wave going the other direction, you get what's, what are called interference patterns. Mm -hmm. Like when two puddles, uh, two rocks land in a puddle and the circles leaving these rocks bump into each other, there's bumps like this. Is that all that we're detecting is photons? And the more I look into what this picture really means, at least according to Business Insider, which dumbed, dumbed it down pretty helpfully for us, and I linked that in our show notes, which you can find That's at greasyconversation.com. Like <laughs> yeah, Business Insider is incisor, like the tooth. Bus business Insider. Well, if I wasn't following it, you would have never saw this. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's my attitude about it, represented. <laughs> so if you go to greasyconversation.com, you can see the same links to this in our news notes and peruse that with us. But how they discovered this is really interesting, and I think a lot of you might gloss over it due to how complicated it seems at first. But let me work it out for you a little bit. Let's see. If I want to find the best pictures regarding it. I know I'm doing a little scrolling. Bear with me. So you have this bar, a super thin thin, tiny metal wire, uh, and you throw UV light at it. So roll with me. We got this tiny, thin metal wire, throwing UV light at it, and the light actually bounces back and forth in this wire and makes a standing wave. A standing wave, you might remember if you've ever seen the Bose display at your local mall, where they have a subwoofer and a bunch of styrofoam pellets, and when the subwoofer gets to a certain frequency that matches the resonant frequency of that chamber, kind of like the resonant frequency of the length of this wire, mm -hmm. the waves just sit there. You see these hills in the styrofoam pellets, and they just sit there. So we made that situation, but made out of light instead of made out of styrofoam balls. Now we got to find out, is light the waves of these styrofoam balls, or is it the styrofoam balls themselves? And this picture lets us see <clears throat> both at once. Uh, you, we see that you have these standing waves represented by this other part I forgot to mention. Okay, we throw electrons at this. These electrons, we can see electrons with this microscope. So this isn't like a visual picture of light that we see. It's actually a picture of what electrons are doing near the light. Let's go hmm. back to this picture again of the situation. Okay, so one image shows the electrons acting as the wave they bump into the standing wave of light and the light particles or the light slows it down in a certain way where the electrons get like a wave going on to them and the electrons bounce off the particles of light and get slowed down that way so you're seeing mm. the electrons slowed down by hitting particles of light and you're seeing the electrons get modulated like a wave with the light's waviness at the same time so that's the deal yeah so that's how you can explain it to your friends that seem smart. Because otherwise, it's uh, in one of these articles, it seems really elegantly and simply worded. And yet, these were paragraphs I read like 10 times. And was, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, I got to find a YouTube video. Fortunately, there's a killer YouTube video in this. And 
it's gonna play slowly while we discuss this. Without sound, there is no copyright claim. Get ready. <laughs> so, your guys' thoughts. This is revolutionary. I Yeah, no, I'm stoked about it. I always was interested in, like, the double slit experiment. Um, just how it was initially discovered. And then uh, the constant back and forth of, like, what is light really? Um, you know, is it a particle or a wave? And does it really matter? That's an interesting question that I was thinking about earlier. Because... In my opinion, yes, it matters because the more we understand how we can measure something and Mm -hmm. categorize something, just like with mental stuff, as soon as you can give it a category, you can take control over it. You can identify when it occurs other times. So we can categorize this now. Similarly, it was exciting and kind of brushed under the rug the fact that we understand the Higgs field now. So there's all this hype about the Higgs boson Mm -hmm. and how we recently discovered that and how it grants particles mass. But what's way more exciting is the Higgs field, a field where these Higgs bosons are basically like intersections of a grid. So this Higgs field, if you interact with it, you have mass. If you don't, you don't. So photons barely interact with the Higgs field. That's why light doesn't have mass. It doesn't have weight to it. Or, excuse me, very little such, very little weight. Uh, So... Basically, I interact with the Higgs field more than Greg or Ange. Or, and that's a different way of talking about weight. And when you Excuse understand. Me? <laughs> <laughs> when you understand it and you can classify it, you can start doing stuff with it. It yeah, wasn't yeah, until we point. could understand the difference between volts and amps that we could start doing stuff with electricity. Because volts are given, amps are drawn. And until there's a push and a pull, you don't have an electric circuit. Just like a. A, a belt around two pulleys. Mm-hmm. One side of the belt pushes, the other side pulls, and it goes around. Without that, we don't understand electricity. So this is the beginning of understanding gravity and understanding light. And when we understand them, that's when we can talk about doing stuff with them. That's, yeah, that's a good point. That's my takeaway. Wow. Yeah, all right. Dope. That's when you get that sweet government money about it. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, big big light coming in here, taking all that all that government money. What are they not telling us about light? <laughs> is, it even, is light even a real thing? Does it even exist? I don't know. I can't see half the shit half the time anyway. Are we the light? Shit. Are we the light? Yeah. Am I made of light? Shit, I don't even I don't know, know anymore. Know. You can't tell with all the, the light propaganda out there. <laughs> it's like a, a particle or a wave. Madonna believes that we're made of light. <laughs> so well tells me all I need to know. <laughs> Ain't trying to hear that. Ain't trying to hear that. Ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> I'm uh, so so glad to get the scoop over with though, because I was really excited to tell you. Yeah, no, about it's super it. cool. And if like if anyone's not familiar with the double slit experiment, uh look some videos up on YouTube about that. It's really interesting just the history and how it was discovered. And, uh, it's a good introduction to quantum stuff in general in the beginning. Yeah. Quantum mechanics, quantum physics, it's not as hard and heady as people uh, make it out to be. In fact, I believe that artists and people with a little bit of separation from Newtonian physics, like the physics class, uh, st- stuff of the visible world, uh, can get a f- easy, fresh understanding of the science of the very, very small, the quantum size stuff. Because they don't have that Newtonian stuff in the way of how and it's usually that it's quantum usually time works described in like analogies to make it easier to understand for people anyway. And like quantum yeah. scientists describe it that way. So like, you don't have to 
dig deep on any like crazy math or anything you can just uh you know hear about these ideas discussed in ways that like most people could understand and we're barely connecting it to newtonian physics anyway yeah yeah there, or general relativity yeah. there hasn't been a unifying theory of everything that combines the two worlds like the stuff we can uh interact with and that includes protons electrons these mm -hmm. tiny particles they're they're right at the cusp we're at the point where we can barely see individual atoms but then as soon as you go inside the atom that's when stuff goes quantum and it's different yeah, different yeah. rules but those rules are really consistent also mm -hmm. it kind of feels like when uh, i was at this neighbor kid's house and he was like that kid whose mom's never home and we put a lego on the stove <laughs> and all up until this time we had made things with the legos we'd never mess with what's inside the individual lego mm -hmm. and when put on the stove there was like floaties in the kitchen and it wasn't just oh, wow. smoke like i thought there was little chunks of stuff floating around <laughs> and that's like the quantum world it's very yeah. bad for your lungs though yeah don't don't uh, cook legos don't cook legos it doesn't do real science but it was a good introduction that's the real takeaway <laughs> all right so we got a uh this is a follow-up which i'm actually surprised it just popped up uh earlier today actually that i found this but uh carry on i don't know when it was it was had to be a couple months back um we covered the story of this guy uh older gentleman who threw his wife was very ill she was dying so he threw her a drug-fueled death party before she died they got all messed up they were like Cool story. Look it up. Dude was uh, 59 and she was 69. And so she was not going to make it anyway. So they just wanted to party on meth. Oh, yeah. This fun guy. Yeah. You remember this? He got three years. Yeah. Which is a bummer because we generally talk about uh, the value of what's that word? Did she die? Sorry. During yeah, the yeah, party? She died. Yeah. He sent yeah. her off. Okay. She died of meth toxicity. But okay. this was a euthanasia situation. <laughs> it was, she it was, was going out anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it's not like a clinical euthanasia, obviously. But there's an argument to be made for human if euthanasia. If you've ever tried meth, you do not want to go. That's not the way to go out, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. If you've tried it, you know. It seems like for an enthusiast, it might be the ultimate way to okay. go out. But if yeah. you're planning on living the rest of your life, it's not something you should involve. No. I'm sorry, but was it her first time? No, I think There's they were. No, they, no, okay, no, no, so no. she knew they what she was partying. getting yeah, into. Yeah, they were. Okay. They, I think they were like long time. Look at users. this guy's skin. Right. No, there's no way. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he's, he, he's getting three years is the final thing. Yeah, he got charged. At least it's only three. I mean, we're kind of rooting for him just because I feel like if we euthanize animals, there's got to be a time and a place where people deserve the same mercy. I'm, I'm fully for euthanization, but. Yeah. I mean, but like, is it like clinical euthanization or is yeah. it like just deciding how you topic. want to go out and just doing that what like age are you allowed to decide it yada yada yeah. yada yeah, what circumstances it's, there's a lot of things that need to be discussed but we should be able like we gotta start talking about it first a lot of subject a subjective shit that needs yeah, to be discussed yeah. is the problem yeah yeah there's definitely like a like a mental counseling like, pocket for all of us i would rather hear situations. that my friend chose you know euthanization over like hanging themselves and having their family find them i don't know yeah just, yeah yeah for sure no but then you know if your friend could be retrieved from that mental state and 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 freed from their pain then you wouldn't want them i mean there's just man is it a tough subject that's the talk that's got to happen for me but for most people <laughs> and with a professional too access to a professional's opinion that's really had that's a whole other weird pocket yeah 
That's something we need in this. You have to be a quack to be that advisor, right? <laughs> <laughs> that Kevorkian. Yeah, that was little Doc Kevorkian. That was his thing, man. <laughs> so, what would we call the company if we were approving this? Kevorktastic. Death claims. Death claims. I think you got to go straight to Kevorkian, man. If you wanted to be like the industry leader, you have to reference Kevorkian somehow. Buy the name from the family. It's yeah. a solid brand. It's worth the investment. You have to get the dot. Although I don't know, because like that, I remember when I was a kid, like that was a huge thing, and it that was, was such super a thing, yeah. negative, like for a lot. Like he was like the fucking spawn of Satan in the media. It was a weird feeling because there was that representation, but so young, I really had the viewpoint of my family, and my mom managed an animal shelter, so with that viewpoint, uh, there was a lot of understanding of where Kevorkian was coming from. Yeah, this, yeah. this animal shelter didn't function without euthanasia. Uh, bless their hearts. I mean, there's unrecoverably sick animals every day. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, well, so like, yeah, and as a human, like, you could just not feel like you you fit in the world. Like, you just have a you know. But that can be repaired. That can sometimes. be literally fixed. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I, I mean, someone can feel like drastically like. I mean, I'm talking about someone who's tried for like, let's say 40 years of their life and they've mm. tried and just constantly have issues and they're like, you know what? I just don't think I'm a, my brain is capable of surviving in this world satisfactorily. Or it's gotten VR. worse and I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Well, or VR. Then that might be the VR solution. You might be, there might be a virtual world that you can build just for you. I like that. That's, that's then you're going to yeah. get into memory replacement and how could that work, which is a whole other taboo subject. But so. less taboo than euthanizing someone that's just in a I'm mental all about, state. I'm all about the experiments. I would definitely experiment with memory replacement and how it affects PTSD and anxiety. Anyway, yeah, for sure. I nice. would definitely try a couple memories, erase a couple of them, replace a couple of them with some false ones. I'm down to just test it out. Wow, I love that angle, man. I feel like we're getting into a thick episode today. This is good. Yeah, so but just... But keep looking at this guy's face. And... <laughs> yeah, while we're looking just, at this silly just, face. Yeah. Just, to remind, <laughs> just to remind everyone of what happened uh, when the police went to his home. Um, he called 911 to report his wife's death, so the police show up, and on the door were the words, death, party, P-A-R-D-E, God, hell. And red spray paint. God help. And they uh, knocked on the door and they just hear the guy scream, my wife is dead upstairs. Uh, so they, or no, he answered the door, screamed at him, my wife is dead upstairs, runs back in, gets in the bathtub because he had to wash off uh, the TV static. Oh, he's letting them know this bath is just to get the TV static off yeah, before yeah. you erase me. <laughs> to is get that, little black, I understand that. To get little black and white things Never off his skin, which is like TV static. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the, she just, you know, died, and yeah, so he got charged with criminal neglect, I think, and actually gets That's credit. That's a way lesser charge. Yeah, he gets credit for time served, but does have to serve a total of three years, so. At least I, they're cutting him a I little I support easy. him, and I'm really disturbed at the same time, and I'm usually not. <laughs> That's a yeah, weird combo, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, Mixed it's feelings. a roller coaster. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. For the audio. I want to go out in the forest. So I guess, you know, we all got our own thing. I just, you know, I was thinking some trees and a river or something, but. That's your meth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The forest is my meth. Yeah. For the audio listeners, I have to explain. His face looks like he just had like two sour warheads at once for the first time, but he likes it. <laughs> he likes it more than anything. 
So he's really into sour uh, warheads. I hope now. he's all right. I mean, he's got that double sour warhead. You face. can't tell how many, like, Dude. if there's teeth or not, because he's so his mouth is so gummy. They've been a long time. I wonder when they started using. Yeah. I mean, sixty nine, fifty nine. Yeah, right. Uh, in like, the hometown that's... I grew up in, and there were people that worked in my family's bar, you know, that used, and they were all gone in their late thirties. This guy is perma stoked. Right. Yeah. I mean, some. <laughs> I mean, some people just. <sighs> have the genetics to use drugs for their entire lives i guess that's true, <laughs> is what but, it seems you know, like man i mean I, I, uh, you know it's a very different experience in opiates where you're totally non-existent and yeah I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and how do you Neither test someone? the answer how do you like, find like, out why you're using mm-hmm. you probably have emotional problems mm-hmm. <laughs> that's for real get to the bottom of why you're using yeah yeah totally <laughs> That's what really gets Anyways, people I'll out of a box of that. So even if someone can survive drugs like their whole life, Oops. it doesn't mean that it's really given them a, a good time. Yeah, exactly. He yeah, could no. survive life and be happier actually living it than this this uh, double warhead fantasy situation. I almost want to remake the face, but I don't. I'm like, do it. Do it. <laughs> no, there's, you have to cover your teeth with your with your lips. How am I doing? Oh, <laughs> Wait, let's do it for that cam. It can see us better. Oh, wrong camera. Oh, man. Every camera. All right. Every cam gets that. Yeah. Okay, that tiny bit of weird silence and mouth sounds uh, is a great way to get into getting some Bob Thornton's paid, right? Yeah. Before we go, though, the shit on the door, I mean, like, I understand that it's an like, obvious meth-fueled like, door thing, but the choices were pretty interesting. <laughs> well, God in hell, right? Yeah, I think the misspelled party is my favorite part. <laughs> it's like party. I don't know if he was trying to say like... Was it on purpose? Where was this? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I think I closed it. I can't remember. It was like oh. written in paint on the door. Was this in Missouri? I recognize this guy. Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. I've, I've got like he's from my small like hometown. I've got open, I can tell us. It is in Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, okay. I didn't know they were methane out there. Searles, Minnesota. They're methane everywhere. Yo. They're methane everywhere. We're talking about the United States. Yeah. yeah. Hide your kids. We we, we use uh, meth in the in the jail criminal justice system in place of psychological treatment here. Ain't gonna hear that. Ain't gonna hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh wait, we got a, a holla, uh, Carmen Jade Hazel. Our hometown's still making loads of toothless wonders and <laughs> <laughs> love and miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hollering. We're gonna pay some Bob Thorns.
Hey folks, this is Ken from the All Together's. We tend to drink a lot at our shows. Actually, we drink a lot everywhere. Hell, I'm drunk right now. Sometimes I get tanked just so I can drink Hangover Joe's. Now, while you should drink responsibly, things do tend to get out of hand from time to time. And that's why you should get Hangover Joe's right now while you're sober. Now, if you excuse me, I got a song to finish so I can go get drunk. It happens all the time. And the only thing saving my life is a little red and yellow shot called Hangover Joe's. A little red and yellow shot called Hangover Joe's. Albo Pizza, our mission is to bring a menu of savory Italian classics and tasty American fare to the city of Las Vegas. Combining a classic menu of Italian favorites and American fare, Albo Pizza was designed with a variety of palates in mind. United by fresh ingredients prepared daily, all our recipes are homemade, hand-tossed, and hard to resist. Explore their popular pizza offerings or branch out with our burgers and chicken wings. Whichever way you go, their menu is prepared to please. Located at 1510 South Las Vegas Boulevard next to Dino's. Visit them online at www.albopizzalv.com or find them on Facebook. For delivery, call 702-333-2526. Have you been thinking about taking an Alaskan vacation? Well, now you can book an Alaskan cruise tour with YMT Vacations and immediately save $250 per person. Call YMT Vacations today. We've been helping people take the vacation of a lifetime for over 50 years. And right now, if you've been thinking about what it would be like to go on an Alaskan cruise, now with our $250 per person instant rebate is the perfect time. Call right now for details. And if Alaska isn't on your bucket list, we've got over 50 guided tours to different locations worldwide. Call right now for your free brochure. So if you're looking for the perfect cruise tour to Alaska or the perfect guided vacation package you need to call ymt vacations to book right now or for our free brochure 800-213-9256 800-213-9256 that's 800-213-9256 hey radio vegas rocks listeners it's your favorite troublemaker sober sal from the not playing stupid podcast i'm headed to summer meltdown this weekend to partay and do you think this is dinner as time to sober up or take a shower to that four-day music festival? No, ain't gonna happen. The cool things I don't need to. I got dude wipes. Dude wipes aren't typical ass wipes. Dude wipes are made from plant-based fibers and are actually certified as flushable. Not only are dude wipes alcohol fragrance-free, they're also lined with aloe and vitamin E to ensure your anus isn't so heinous. So go to dudeproducts.com and use checkout code SHARTWEEK and you receive additional 15% off your entire order. Someone has to take care of your ass. It might as well be you. Come on, dude. Take it to the hole. Hey, everyone. It's your buddy, Crazy Jay, back again to tell you about Angel Wax. We've been telling you about it for a while now. This product is absolutely amazing. Our boy, Tommy Davis, the man behind Angel Wax, he has been working hard for you. He has been on tour. He has been traveling. He's done car shows. He's done conventions. He is spreading the gospel of Angel Wax, and it's working. A lot of people are getting into it. They love it. Those car enthusiasts that are spending their weekends detailing it like crazy, love it. If you want to outshine the rest of the cars on the road, the best way to do that is by getting 
and some angel wax. Let Tommy Davis know that RadioVegas.rocks sent you to him to try this amazing product. Angel wax, get in on it today. Do you fear the dark? Do you fear the light? Are you afraid of what you've seen? Are you afraid of what you can't see? What responses, you, you say you're testing it at the house, uh, what, what responses did you get when you were uh, testing it? Uh, I mean, I've heard my full name, Chris's name, uh, just direct replies to questions and stuff. On World Ghost Radio, the paranormal, the spirits, the unexplainable, with your host, Rocky, on World Ghost Radio. Okay, can I mention to the folks that might have fast-forwarded through that biz that it is Shart Week. That is a Dude Wipes special. There is 15% going on with Dude Wipes right now. Where do you get them at? For Shart Week. I'm glad you asked. If you go to, what is it, DudeWipes.com? Mm-hmm. That's it. You dot comment. They're available all over the place. I can put them in my bag in case my armpits get sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> we can I do. I mean, they, they sell them at like... I don't I, sweat, so they, I see them you know, at, I don't open them. I see them at like <laughs> Smith's or Walmart when I go there sometimes. So I mean, you can get them in the stores store. for sure, yeah. I like having, you know, uh, I'm not about making trash, but having one with you if you're doing like a road trip in Vegas or whatever, just to even like wipe your neck and stuff off when it's hot uh, yeah, or whatever sure. you want to wipe off with it um, is helpful. Perfect application for the dude shower. Could it's, use it on your face too, even though it's not made for that. It's safe. The dude yeah. shower fella is a, a, a product you can wipe all over yourself. And uh, the dude wipes are one of the only... Uh, wipes for behind that actually are flushable you notice you buy most baby wipes they have a, a thing on them yeah they they always some are but very many of them you shouldn't and you shouldn't flush any wipes in this town but in or any large dense city yeah you'll s- be I careful mean. flushing wipes many of them have this symbol that the dude shower has that you have to throw this not in the toilet this is the dude shower but the dude wipes those little fellas are septic certified like all the way, as far as you can septic certify something, like beyond the Johnson & Johnson thing. That's major news from them. They're like beyond like those Winnie the Pooh licensed baby wipes you mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. in their flushy, flushy ability. So there. Suck it. So back to greasy conversation here on RadioVegas.rocks. We've got a dense news day for you today. We've got... Uh, what you need to go to two or three water coolers in your office and have a fresh bit of you looking cool nuggets to spread to your office. Is that water cooler tours? Yeah. Water cooler <laughs> tours. Water cooler stand up tours. Yeah. We got the yeah. biz for you for that. Nice. I love it. All right. Uh, let's start off with this. I just, man, <laughs> this little dude, the Goliath frog. Oh, not really a little dude. They can, uh, Animal be news. as large as 13 and a half inches uh, from nose to butt and weigh as much as almost seven and a half pounds. So pretty hefty frogs. Look at this BOI. Um, so Aww. what scientists, hey what scientists recently discovered is that these guys will actually build little ponds for their younglings. 
with a little spawn. Young legs. So they like dig out, they move big ass rocks and shit. So they're hella lifting. They're hitting them weights. Yo, man, these these frogs are ripped. They got great skin. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, they're whatever they're doing. I that's my new workout routine. Aww. Look oh, look at him go. Man, so He's is this roll out. is this a baby we've got here? Uh, the one at the bottom. Yeah, the one at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Baby vision. She's catching up. Yeah. So Whoa. and they had so you know they did I guess usual stuff just setting up infrared time lapse cameras to make sure they catch like all these weird locations at different hours and not have to like camp out there because why would you do that in the future? Um, so these yeah. fellows have human like ingenuity. Yeah, the uh, scientists didn't know this before, but they actually are more. Uh, caretakers and like more family oriented I guess or more into raising their young than previously thought interesting and they're also fucking ripped yeah <laughs> ripped and republican frogs <laughs> no why'd you take it there uh, I was gonna say ripped but kind and then you busted in with republican oh uh, no re politics listen republicans Some can are. be kind just too just kidding I don't care if we're gonna yeah, keep know, it neutral it's just like default now. No politics. <laughs> Let's I just know. forget their thing and stop voting and fuck them. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a point where like you just have to be aware of politics. But I mean, we used to talk about politics there's quite a bit. There's nothing you can do about the Matrix. <laughs> but, but at the same, like, everyone covers politics. So like, we don't, you know, you hear, yeah, it, you hear, hear it everywhere else. You know. <laughs> yeah. So now what we do is we kind of vent our politics stuff with each other in the car on the way here. Yeah, yeah, So we can keep it gentle and neutral for you folks. The only political touch that I want to make a brief moment on here, too, even though I made it a headline on the news um, promo graphic, mm -hmm. bear with me, but we all need to pay a little bit more attention to what's going on with the Bureau of Land Management because recently a person was put in charge through a legal loophole where we didn't have to elect or even... Uh, have this person voted in by anyone that we elected. They just come in and it's a person with a record for uh, approving of federal land being given uh, to businesses. Or so sold, that, sold to private businesses. Exactly. Yeah. So some of this private land is national parks. Their national parks are, are vast. And you might imagine a little bite taken out of that for oil being not such a big deal. But it's worse than that. There are public ranges where people hunt to eat and hunting to eat rather than participating in factory farming. If you're not going to go away from meat entirely is infinitely more humane and more natural. Mm -hmm. And it helps the populations in that area stay balanced as people have hunted there for hundreds of years. Lands like that are at greatest risk because these people don't have the population in their areas to have a voice. So with them not having a proportionate voice, it's easy for their land to get taken and they have to find a new way of living. And that shouldn't have to happen in America, especially with someone's way of living being so uh, good, <laughs> like a fair, honest, classic way that there's plenty of land here when it's managed properly in this country for that to still function. These people shouldn't be shoved into cities and the people that belong in cities, they can go to cities. If you are the kind of person that subsists this way, this should be allowed in this country. I mean, we have swaths of land for this that no other country has. And as cities grow, there's still 
hundreds of miles before some of these swaths of land would be invaded by a city. Mm. So it's there to spare. These people can maintain this life sustainably and it shouldn't be taken from them for something like oil, which has a, uh, expiration date to begin with. Yeah. Or mining. And that's, that's this guy who is the acting director. And that's how this administration has gotten around. Usually the process is you have to nominate someone for the director and then they're interviewed by Congress and then Congress votes if they approve of them. Usually it's all just a, a very, you know, it's, it's for show. Usually if someone's like decently qualified, you just have to nominate them and you know, they go before Congress, get interviewed, blah, 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 and then voted on. And usually it's not like a huge deal, you know, but uh, this current administration, this is how they've been getting around a lot of this actually. And there's a lot of acting directors for um, a lot they, of these yeah. offices yeah. or organizations. So there's like, they're not going through the normal channels to actually get an actual director. They're just putting in an acting one. And as being that they're acting, they aren't necessarily bound by the same rules that someone who is nominated would be. So they have more leeway and it's kind of sketchy, but that's, yeah, that's that. But this dude is very into selling lands to private organizations. So, mm -hmm. which is kind of shitty. Yeah, this article's a, a little wordy about it, but that's the thing that we want to bring a little bit of awareness to yeah. with that headline. Yeah, so. But don't forget, if it's not marked federal land, you can still camp on it. Don't let them fool you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some Get. kind of perk along there, even though unrelated, it is related. So. Get that camp on. Live your life while you can and um, vote and stop a tiny piece of the matrix if you can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, real quick, they're doing a matrix re-release. Really? <laughs> yeah. They're, Vincent uh, will be so happy. In the theaters um, for the 20th anniversary with yo 20th anniversary of the matrix what Whoa. damn i'm getting old as fuck it was right i'll, leave, I'll <laughs> leave this world behind um yeah so i all saw right. something related to that that i had to ask you about and that was i just typed in a, a headline at the bottom just because i thought it was funny but yeah get go into that oh uh, this guy the uh the simulation theory we're gonna dive into simulation theory i love this is like my favorite theory about reality um yeah let's have some simulation theory now this is being taken seriously by people like neil degrasse tyson and elon musk and it fits with what i was saying about the legos before there's got to be a reason why our entire existence is only protons neutrons and electrons where we start tearing these apart we start melting the legos and we see other subatomic particles and ones that aren't even involved in what we interact with the majority of the universe we're discovering may be what we consider to be dark matter and dark energy. And these things are only named that way because they're made out of fundamental particles that the stuff we touch and our earth and our dimension or what, whatever, so to speak, don't include these things, even though they're out there and they're affecting, they're interacting with that Higgs field and having mass. And in fact, there's a follow-up thing related to this that I want to mention briefly that we talked a little bit a few episodes ago about a hole being punched in the Milky Way. Mm -hmm. Then when we looked more about what the Milky Way is shaped like, there's a hole in it, something flew through it, and it was something as big as some of the biggest black holes that we've seen, mass-wise. Mm -hmm. It couldn't have been a star. It's way bigger than stars are capable of being to punch this hole. But it hauled butt, and it punched a hole in our galaxy, and most likely it was something made out of 
some form of dark matter that we don't understand yet. Yeah. So this this simulation theory this is this has got a two-parter i found two articles that kind of relate to this so uh the first is that um astronomers are running our own simulations of the universe or multiple universes to because they want to answer the question of why are the laws of physics in this universe the numbers that they are like there's some very fundamental numbers that define how our uh, matter in the universe behaves. Um, and they are how they are. And if they were a different number in our universe, it would probably not work out the same, right? So that's like a, a really difficult question in physics. Um, so we have our own scientists running simulated universes to try to answer that question. Yeah, millions. what if one of these constants were just a little bit different? Yeah, if it's just like a decimal point off, it could throw the, you know, the universe wouldn't be as we know it. So, um, you know, we have our own astronomers running millions of virtual universe simulations. Um, and so in those simulations, it's entirely possible if the computer's advanced enough that like in a simulated universe that we create on a planet we don't pay attention to, life could evolve, which could be the same in our case. And I think a lot of my issue is because we think we're special, like humans in general think like we're special. Uh, it's a magical event that we were created on this earth, mm -hmm. but it's really the opposite. Like the earth just happens to have uh, the right ingredients to develop life. And it could be very common throughout the entire universe because it's fucking big. Right. So we could not be special at all. And my personal belief is I that... I don't want a, us to be special. Yeah, yeah. Neither, neither <laughs> would I. That's the problem, is that we all think it's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, like I have my, some stats on this. Keep going. Yeah, so my, my personal thinking of the matter is that, like, if we are in a simulation, it's just a normal universe simulation that some scientists are running, and we're on a planet that they don't care about. They're not trying to answer the question of what happened on this planet. Like, just the same thing would happen if it wasn't a simulation, I guess, but it's not special. Like if my point is that if we are in a simulation, like it's more likely that scientists aren't running the simulation to study us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they aren't developing a whole universe simulation to find out about humans. Like they might not even know we're there, mm. you know? For sure. We could have been something that, uh, arbitrarily formed as is suspected with uh, what we're discovering about what happens when certain uh, proteins kind of just form when there's heat and they're sloshing around. Yeah. You start to get primitive life and it tries to perpetuate data. The moment you have data that tries to perpetuate itself, you have some of the simplest forms of life, like a virus. Just like with a computer, uh, when you have a piece of software that perpetuates itself, it's literally called a virus for the same reason. Mm -hmm. Its goal is just to make copies of itself and perpetuate that and use whatever technique it can towards that end. But on that point of us not being special, I have some notes on that regarding these fast radio bursts because mm -hmm. there's new hype about radio signals that we're detecting that we weren't able to detect before. And now we're seeing these just fast chunks of radio energy and some of them, some just a couple of them that repeat on a certain regular interval, 
from distant galaxies. Now we just we detected things like pulsars in the past, which are collapsing stars that make pulses of light, which are pulses of electromagnetic stuff too, mm. just like these radio frequency pulses. But these radio frequency pulses that we're getting, the FERBs, if you've heard about these, are, are, are fast radio frequency bursts. They call them FERBs, like Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. And I'm on that Ferb. I'm yeah. On that Ferb tip. So. A lot of people are excited about these being uh, possible communication from extraterrestrials, but this is still kind of an idea that's uh, really a way off, a ways off. Because say we're not the first uh, civilization to get as far as we have, and there's ones that are thousands of years, tens, hundreds of thousands of years more advanced than us. They could be that much more advanced. They could have uh, travel as fast as the speed of light and still not make it to our little pocket because... Our radio transmissions that we've been doing since the dawn of TV, since the dawn of radio, mm -hmm. have only made it a tiny bit away from us in our galaxy. Our galaxy is 200,000 light years across. <laughs> it's only 65 years, 65 light years of distance that our uh, most recent or first TV broadcasts could make it. Yeah. So Which is 65 crazy. versus 200,000. Just for one galaxy. Yeah. yeah, when you zoom out on our one galaxy, that still looks like a dot around uh, our planet, which you wouldn't see from that distance. The circle around us that that's reached is only a dot on this whole galaxy. And then to get to another galaxy, 25,000 years to the nearest dwarf galaxy. The next closest, which is another dwarf galaxy, 70,000 light years away. So the difference between 65 and 70,000 is how far even a super advanced civilization would have to travel to even get like a signal to us. How far a signal from them would even have to travel. So we've got some time, we've got some distance, unless we can fold space or go through another dimension to end up to a different physical location in the dimensions that we understand, i.e. wormhole situation. That's how far we got to go. What if we really, what if we just really, really believe? <laughs> Well, then you've got these pulses of radio frequency, and how much data can you really store in a pulse? So yeah. what's really exciting about it, what people are saying when scientists are saying there's so much data we can get from this, it's not data that could be transmitted to us. It's data that we get from the way that these radio frequencies get uh, m messed up or contorted or distorted by what they're traveling through. Exactly. Gotcha. So it's not the data that's in the flashlight pulse shining at us. It's the fact that that flashlight beam is going through some stuff between here and that distance Yeah, gap. what all's in between there. Yeah, what the yeah, heck is in that cool. empty space? Hell yeah. I'll all right. All on that. We've got some hollas in the comments. Totally thanks to Bradley O'Dell, who's going to be doing some Burning Man stuff. Holla. Yeah, nice, dude. Also got a holla at Michael Gagliano. Dude, just, just tag and... Tell people to tag Greasy Conversation at Burning Man on shit. <laughs> just once. If it happens just once, I'll be happy. Yeah. Get us up in there. When yeah. Mad Mike's on the show right after us, right after this, you got to stay tuned. you got to tune into RadioVegas.rocks and check out Two Clueless Dudes. It's the show right after this. You can also look up Mike Gagliano or look up Radio Vegas Rocks on YouTube. That's a, that's a power one. Give us a subscribe over there. It's just Radio Vegas Rocks, one word. And you can tune into another show after this. Almost as good. That's right. Mike right. Reeves is up on here. Are, 
wrote this so I could be famous on the top right. Welcome to the top right, Mikey Reeves. <laughs> now you're actually in the bottom middle, but you're on oh, the top right man. over here. Welcome back to the top right, Mikey Reeves. Okay, moving on. All right, we'll do one more quick one before we jump into some more. Yeah, because I hit some of my S. Preston Esquires alien talk pretty hard there. Then we, yeah, we got to pay some S. Preston Esquires. So this is from, and there is a paper called the Florida Man Times. <laughs> Which just covers just one all that good Florida man stuff. That's a good idea. Anything, that sounds fun. Because like any crazy shit you hear, you you always it's like oh it, I bet it happened in Florida or Ohio or yeah. There's like a few states where like okay that's definitely Florida. <laughs> you know. Um, so this guy, Nicholas C. Nelson, <laughs> was arrested after sending a woman ten thousand text messages in twelve days. That's a fucking lot. And just some of the shit that he said in these text messages. Because, uh, of course, obviously, like, the dude is not uh, in the best mindset at the time. But he threatened to just drive tanks around America. Like, I love that. Just, like, that's what I'm going to do. He dug in the hat and that's what came out, huh? That's what I'm going to That's what I'm gonna rebel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's like, my ultimate act of rebellion. I'm gonna steal a tank and then just drive it's really it around America. really gonna make a point, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's about the message. It's gonna man. help. It's gonna help a lot of people. <laughs> for for the audio listeners, he looks like that voice exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those people that addresses you with their <laughs> chin up, even if they're the same height as you. I've been oh, working God. out my neck all year for this, bro. <laughs> he's clearly thirty three percent neck. Yeah, that's why he's mad. <laughs> yeah, it's check out these traps. More neck than brain, for sure. Dude, all the, them swollen traps. That sucks that he's so mad. We're all mad, I mean, dude. Yeah, it's a certain... Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, I have my fucking days, too, Get man. Get yourself some t- some Tonka trucks and call it a day. And yeah, I mean... I mean who, in your backyard, bro. Yeah, who God. hasn't? Why is it got to be that real? Right? Who hasn't felt like just driving tanks around America? Have you ever for heard sure. of PlayStation before? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yo, Twisted Metal... This is something that just throwing this person in jail to give him ideas isn't the move. He just needs to sit down with the counselor, be introduced to Grand Theft Auto, and be told, hey, you're never going to make a deal with a girl by sending her more Somebody than, give this guy the internet. <laughs> more than a couple text messages a day. Yeah, he needs the internet, not that text message no, I situation. I think he might have had too much internet. Right. And he just needs to revert and just like go to video games. No he might SMS. need to go camp in the mountains for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just just play video games, dude. Like the rest of us do. To Mania is a bitch. I've been there before. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been a while, but I've so I mean not twenty thousand or ten thousand, whatever it was, but yeah. I've definitely I've been there. Definitely yeah, sent sure. a few texts. But I didn't years. start thinking. Let's drive tanks to fix it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the only solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kill everyone. This isn't fair. Yeah. Tanks, though. Yeah, well, who's? Where do you get these tanks? Oh, anyway? yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, look like I'm, he's just making, gonna, I'm just gonna go steal a tank real quick. You guys want to come? Yeah, like sitting around just having some beers with the boys and just like pipe hey, dreaming. Uh, hey, you guys want to go? Uh, just steal some tanks and drive them around America. And oh, definitely yeah. be stolen tanks because this guy does not yeah. look like he's making tank money. No, that's he's why he's bulking up. For right? Them. Yeah, I yes. am the tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Dude. He's got to be real short. Whoever took this picture was like two feet taller than this guy. So there's got to be like a short dude situation. Because there's no way he's that chin up that he's not like looking up at the camera person in this case. Looking down at all. No, is it it like one of those dudes where like you go to a crowded ass bar 
right? Where no one, you can barely like walk past people and you have to excuse yourself by every fucking one to get anywhere. And like you barely brush up against them, you know? They're like, why are you pushing me, dog? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you got some trouble? You got some problems, man? Why are you trying to start some shit? I'm just standing here trying to push up on me, dog. You triggered, bro? You know? It's like, whoa. <laughs> no, everyone's pushing up on everyone, man. Go get a fucking tank. It's wider than it is tall. <laughs> yeah. Just drive a fucking tank around America. Blow off some fucking steam, dude. Its width is greater than its height. Right. Tone down the roid so I can get by you, bro. I know, man. All right. It's fucking... Hey Tanks for America. That's my new movement. Bobby Wysocki says he should get himself a fighter jet. <laughs> <laughs> What's that's, up, Bobby? That's the solution. That sounds even better than a tank. Yeah, I think we got to pay some Ted Theodore Logans. Yeah, it's that time. I forgot to say hi to my friend that's watching. Alright, kids. I told you to register for the free Aerosmith tickets by clicking on the link for the Radio Vegas Rocks app and then simply register your name and phone number under the VIP tab. To punish you dicks, I'm going to play Janie's Got a Gun on my hand flute while I explain again how great this contest through Radio Vegas Rocks truly is. This is free airfare, free hotel accommodations, and two VIP tickets on the actual stage. You're on the stage watching Aerosmith play. If one of you dicks win these tickets and you have no one to go with, I'll go with you. I'd love to see if an Aerosmith on stage turtle, even if you win. As long as you promise you don't roof in my drink, you don't have sex with my dead corpse, hopefully he doesn't make my, my skin into some sort of apparatus he wears around his face. I'll even stay with you. All you have to do is download the Radio Vegas Rocks app and register under the VIP tab of the app to win. Download the Radio Vegas Rocks app right now. Hello, hello, everybody. This is DJ Fade from Faded and Elevated, and I am so excited to talk to you guys about Deluxe Cleaning Service. Yeah, that's right. Miss Blanca Lopez, she is the cat's meow, y'all. She comes to your house. She comes to your office. She comes wherever you need her to go, and she cleans that sucker up like it's never been cleaned before. Yeah, that's right. She will come absolutely anywhere. Wherever you need her, she's there to keep you clean and the deluxe way. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-709-4389. 800-709-4389. That's 800-709-4389. Hey everybody, it's Crazy Jay and I want to tell you about ZipBiz. I know what you're thinking. Jay, you've been telling us about ZipBiz. Well, I have the brand new flavor right next to me and I haven't tried it yet, so let's open it. Give this, give this a try. Get my bottle of water. Shake that up. 
Now this is a brand new flavor, mango peach. I have not tried it, I'm looking forward to it. They have a wide variety of flavors, if you didn't know. They've got grape, fruit punch, orange cream, orange soda, iced tea, all fantastic. But let's give mango peach a try. Oh man, that is absolutely amazing. I'm a fan of all their flavors, but nothing like this. Oh man, that is absolutely delicious. Mango Peach, Zip Fizz, get it today. Visit zipfizz.com, tell them Radio Vegas, tell them Crazy Jay sent you, and get your Mango Peach today. Zip Fizz Energy, no sudden crash, 10 calorie, low carb, vitamin B, the healthy energy mix, Zip Fizz. 39, 39, Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown is where you're going to find the Golden Tiki. Can't miss it. The sign is ginormous. That's where you need to go, though. Golden Tiki is the premier tiki destination in Las Vegas. And in fact, the world. It's being rated top tiki bar by many different travel websites and agencies. Articles coming out constantly about the Golden Tiki. So what makes them great? Well, let's just start with the front door. As soon as you walk in, you're taken away to a magical tropical paradise. Walk in and there you go. The music is always pumping in that place. Live music, DJs, the drinks are cold. You can get some Dole Whip. You can get specialty cocktails any night of the week. And let's talk about the slot machines. You feeling lucky? Well, you should, because the slot machines down there are always hot. And 39, 39 Spring Mountain Road in the heart of Chinatown is where you're going to find the Golden Tiki. This is the Rockin' Cavity Show with Crazy Jay. We could teach you some Aussie if you like. I would love to learn. Yeah. yeah. Right, you got to say three words. Just say it normally, just an American accent, whatever. Okay. Uh, so you're going to say rise. 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 Yep. Up. 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 And then lights. 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 Any yeah, American so, listening can try this as well. Yeah, you, can, you can try this if you're listening. So you say rise <laughs> up lights in a row. So just say it normally. Like rise up lights. Rise, rise up, up lights. lights. That's how we say razor blades. Like you're rise having a shave. That's yeah. razor blades in perfect That's Australian. razor blades in Australian. Rise up lights. <laughs> No, you're trying to say it in Australian. Just say rise up lights. Rise up lights. The Rockin' Comedy Show. Whoa, Rockin' Comedy Show. Seriously, if you haven't checked that out, that's the OG. This wouldn't be a station if it wasn't for the pedigree and longstanding history of the Rockin' Comedy Show. And it's better than it ever has been with sweet games. Like Jay's got this cool game now where you... um, you hear like a piece of a song, but it's backwards. You try to figure out what the song is, and he curates the best. I would picks. lose that every time. Oh, when it, when it was Led Zeppelin songs, well, it was like seventies. I killed the seventies. When eighties <laughs> came, I was a bit more iffy. Well, yeah, during the seventies, we were all summoning them demons. Yeah, I was summoning yeah. such good demons. I yeah, knew man. what them sounded like backwards. That was the backwards record era. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're back, and this is Greasy Conversation, the talk show. With Ange Kerfoot Hi. and RadioVegas.rocks is where it's occurring. We got some, uh, before we move on too far, we got some shout outs. We do. Shout them out. Uh, Carmen for tuning in and supporting this, uh, the show. Yeah, thanks Carmen. Carmen. And then, uh, I don't know if you guys have shout outs, but I have to give a shout out. Tomorrow night, there's an event at Rebar. It starts at 8. It's called the Stella Art Throwdown. It's sponsored by Stella, so there's going to be lots of drink specials. And uh, local artists are going to battle for prizes. They have one hour to do like a complete painting. 
Again, this is style. a rebar on Main Street. If you eight o'clock tomorrow, art spelled, battle. Spelled like you'd expect. Stella eight o'clock tomorrow, Stella time. If you're a Stella person, this gathering is for you. If you yeah. like to watch, if you like local artists, this gathering is for you. If you like to watch some of your, some local artists like compete and to do like some kind of elaborate painting in one hour, which is pretty almost impossible for even greats. Uh, this will be pretty interesting to see. Oh, and I'm emceeing, so I'm stoked about that. And yeah. also, tonight at the Bunkhouse, it starts at 10 p.m., is uh, the official album release for Portals, which is uh, Dana slash Chris Dow's uh, solo project. And uh, I'm actually, uh, he's invited me to come do a couple old Kerfoot and Dow tracks around midnight, and it's his birthday, so I'm really excited to uh, have that moment with him and our friends. Also, Decaying Tigers is playing, my favorite band locally. Um, yeah. Jules Rules is uh, doing some ukulele, and her voice is incredible. Um, so it'll be a really eclectic night, and it's all free. It's at the Bunkhouse tonight. It's the Portals album release. Highly Sweet. recommend checking that out, and I'll be there at midnight throwing down Sam Good and State of the Greed. Bunkhouse is on 11th Street right next to Fremont. Can't miss it. Downtown yeah. Las Vegas. Lyft, Uber. Yeah. Lift yourself an Uber. Uber yourself a Lyft. So come out tonight. Come out tomorrow. If you forget what I was talking about, just PM me, and I'll tell you where to meet me. Bunkhouse tonight, rebar tomorrow. Shoulders. And now, news. Yeah, so I, I originally picked this article because it looks like they edited it afterwards or maybe I was just like grabbed it real quick and wanted to follow up later. But I originally read, man dies after taco eating contest in California. So I thought that he had eaten so many tacos that it fucked him up that a few hours later he had died. And I was like, oh, that's pretty intriguing. How does that happen? Beats meth. Barely. True. Well, I mean. What uh, is this? Uh, Joey? Subjective. I know. Who's Joey Chestnut? In your uh, oh, news notes. You, you don't know <laughs> Joey Chestnut? The no. back to back to back world hot dog eating champion oh is he the one that was finally uh, conquered Joey by we do no he's the one that and then he uh dethroned the <laughs> the the jack i don't know why i know so much about competitive eating right because one time because you've always been thin it anyways. was it was fourth of july and i was like on acid watching a hot dog eating contest the the official one and it was a bizarre experience, and I guess ever since then I've been like, I got to keep up on my hot dog eating contest news. I used to remember the name of the Japanese fellow that was the previous I think it's, winner. I want to say it's oh. Kobayashi, but I think I might be remembering no, that from something else. It's, I think it is. I think you're right. I think it's I, Kobayashi. I'm yeah. probably wrong, but no, Kobayashi was the fellow. That was like part of my yeah, which is great because he used to be just like a, a a tiny, skinny dude, but could just eat a lot. And, uh, Did he blossom? And then, like one over one year, this dude just worked out, and he was fucking ripped. And like he just he turned his body into like a food cage, basically. Oh, like I'm just a food holder. Yeah. I'm sorry about this. R.I.P. This poor fellow that died. Yeah, in this I know. Taco situation. It's uh, and it sucks to like. Oh, the coastal tacos too. How oh. how do you let someone choke at a food eating contest? Like, don't you yeah. got any paramedics on standby or some shit? What? Was there's no more to the story? 
we don't, we don't well, know. Well, they're alpastor. That's the one. <laughs> that's he, all we have. But if you're if you have if you're so full and you're choking, maybe there's only maybe there's just like when people are giving the Heimlich that it's just it's bringing more food up and and, and clogging the esophagus. Whoa. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, like a fountain of alpastor. Oh, here here's here's a note. It was like he'd never eaten before. He was just shoving the tacos down his mouth without chewing. Oh, so he went into this unprepared. Okay, they yeah. couldn't come up if they wanted to. They didn't he, stand a chance. He didn't, he didn't fucking train. He didn't train. It's like someone that dies in a marathon. You can only have so much sympathy when you get you get mountain climbing without gear and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, it's... Bless his heart. It, you really... Like, people just think you can just walk in and just eat a shit ton of food. No, no, no. It's a whole, no, it's no, a whole no. physical and mental process that you have to prepare for a lot. To do it at this level. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This if is you're like trying to no eat, other. If you're trying to eat like 60 hot dogs. Relaxing. Or you're trying to eat like 100 tacos or however many tacos a human can eat, then you got to practice. Yeah, you don't months. just go in that blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just asking for trouble. <laughs> Taco blindness. So, RIP. Well, this is the funniest. Yeah, RIP. In peace this dude we're it's it's funny in reverence and in love and respect for his uh gusto that i laugh at this yeah i mean you know it does it is kind of shitty i guess to like laugh at people or laugh about people who pass but there's so many people and some of us die in really uh silly or unexpected ways and we're all gonna die eventually so i hope i pass in an amusing way and that uh the descendants of my peers can laugh at my death. Yeah, so. I wish the same thing for me. It's not like we're wishing in laughing at his demise. We right. want to celebrate the desire we have to have an equally humorous That's demise That's important ourselves. to clarify because people love to like post horrible pictures of homeless people in forums and everyone laugh at it and it's like that person has nowhere yeah, to go that's, that's why they're passed yeah, out yeah. there like i mean there's they they're bar- bumming for beer cuz they need to escape and you right. know what i mean like it's not it's not funny. So Yeah. I mean, I guess so you got to yeah, clarify how you, yeah, how, and how yeah. you go about it is like, you but know. I think the, in- the first reaction is to laugh just to cope. So yeah, for that sure. That Coping laughter. That's my excuse for all my inappropriate laughter and things <laughs> that are right. normally okay. <laughs> totally. I'm coping that way. You got to have a sense of humor. Right. Oh boy. So, so that's my gut reaction for sure. I haven't decided how I'm going to die yet. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> I got to, I got to. But this next topic, you know, yeah. maybe I do, maybe I already know. No. So, all right. This shit is, I, I bumped into this. Uh, story like probably two weeks ago, but we just had so much news we never got to it. Uh-oh. But I've been running into these articles where, and I guess I remembered it wrong from like previous articles I read where I thought that uh, the Defense Department, and this is back in like between the 1950s and 1970s, um, I had originally, I guess, misinterpreted it that they had developed. Lyme disease and released it into the wild as a biological weapon. Upon further reading and understanding, it actually appears that uh, when they discovered Lyme disease, they were using Lyme-infested ticks as biological weapons. So now there's an act- there's a congressional investigation uh, into this matter in the Defense Department. Um, yeah, which seems crazy, right? Well, I guess it doesn't seem crazy if you think what about like. What website is that on? This particular. This one is American Military News. Yeah. But this isn't the first instance of this story that I've run into. Okay, right. I heard you say that. Yeah. So, 
Um, so but they have earlier, a good report this is a newer it, but one. They're not the only ones. Yeah, but there's an actual like that's uh, it on that. congressional investigation right now. So, but it just seems like crazy. But I guess like the military and the government has done way more fucked up shit than that. But you know, I've got right. another equally quick one to that that Lyme disease one. Stay tuned for more Lyme disease notes as that indiv- at that in- investigation continues. Yeah. So. Did you know that the UPS, the UPS, okay, check it out. <laughs> UPS has been using automated vehicles uh, for months and no one has known about it. Mm-hmm. In fact, the automation system that is in the vehicles that they've been testing is also being tested for the USPS as well, the United States Postal Service. Yeah. And furthermore, you might be familiar with international trucks. It used to be called International Harvester. Now there's a, another parent company. This parent company, Navistar, is the source of this particular self-driving system that's getting tried out here. Right now, these trucks aren't unoccupied. They're not level four, yeah. as the term goes. There's still a safety driver and a second person, an engineer, uh, looking to take notes and prepare to make tweaks to the software and all that. Mm-hmm. When they're gone, it's level four. But these Navistar people for USPS and now UPS, they uh, are working for the parent company of International. So there's actually new models of International trucks on the road that have an early version of this system. So we're looking at something kind of like Tesla for the truckers, where a lot of people that bought Teslas at one point were uh, able to wake up one morning suddenly surprised to find out that their car had limited autonomous features mm-hmm. that it didn't have when they bought it. There's trucks rolling out on the highway now that have some of these autonomy and some of the ability to, in the future, get fully autonomous outside UPS. But the fact that UPS is already doing 100 miles uh, between Texas and another state, I forget. You can look it up. Yeah, and then ne- next, they're, they're, what was it? Uh, between they're gonna do between Phoenix and Dallas, which is a thousand mile trip. So they're really increasing the range of these, and uh, this I think boils down to, I mean, just the like automation is gonna be so disruptive, um, especially like automated vehicles. Just like when they're fully automated, how many jobs will that like immediately replace? Well, on that note. Bobby's afraid that there'll be more workers going postal on it. But I like it. we're forgetting about the jobs that this create uh, creates. Yes, there will be some people displaced from their jobs, while there'll be other people with jobs that didn't have them with this opportunity in the tech sector. But whether that balances things out, whether there needs to be some kind of social system in place to make this not create... Uh, a bigger division between classes. That's, yeah, that's the that's, bigger picture. There. That's my thing. Like whenever someone brings up automation and you're like, you talk about jobs displaced and then someone, you know, there's always well, it creates jobs too, but it's not jobs in the same sector. And, and then it's we not end up with the same problem. amount of jobs. It's no. never, it's never going to take nearly the amount of people to monitor or maintain these systems than these systems displace. For sure. It's never going to happen. It's going to be ma- orders of magnitude difference. Even if we became what a lot of people dream of, uh, a hub for design, we're not the only company that designs things 
we are and we're not the only country i mean yeah so yeah. we obviously are a design hub i mean companies like apple and microsoft which dominate hardware and software for the world come from america but then you have these upstarts like samsung and even huawei in china is developing their own operating system to rival android and if they take over just china with that operating system i mean that's the majority of uh Popular, that's the most populous country in the world. Yeah, yeah. That sure. takes a huge chunk out of the world market just dominating that one country. And then quick shout out to uh, Andrew Yang, who is a Democratic presidential candidate. I believe he's the only one who's actually seriously talking about uh, UBI, universal basic income, um, to combat automation. Because at some point, whether it's in 10, 20 30, 50 years, whatever, automation is going to be a serious issue in just displacing people from their jobs, whether they're like low skill, medium skill jobs, who knows? I mean, it's, it's becoming apparent that like computers are better than humans at almost everything. And eventually everyone's going to understand how to use computers, which is we're in a time where right now not everyone does. Yeah, so exactly. We're still in that. Intro. When people are like grow up just totally inundated with technology. So, since we're bringing up UBI, uh, although personally, I, I think it shows a lot of potential, just as a balance, there are some excellent arguments against UBI that propose alternatives. Now, an argument against UBI with no alternative is a waste of my time. I don't want to hear it. We're not talking <laughs> yeah, about exactly, stuff that's right. not going to happen. Can There's go, history behind that. this. Exactly. But uh, an argument against UBI might include an alternative such as... Uh, a reformation of social programs uh, where people are qualified more and I appreciate the intent by that but the more you try to qualify who gets what the more you have people that already have something um, upset that there's people that didn't work as hard didn't take the same opportunities that then are given something that they feel is equal to them but those people tend to get a little quieter when they're given the same thing per mm -hmm. month. And okay, you have the same foundation. This person just isn't doing something on top of it. You are, you get the money on top of that. But you're starting from the same foundation. So you have the same bills paid as this person. You just choose to work this job and make this extra money just like you choose to live at this place that costs extra money mm -hmm. and maybe buy from this grocery store, Vaughn's, that costs twice as much. And so... The more you do these social programs that are intended by critics of UBI to kind of offset this labor displacement similarly to UBI, the more you aggravate these same people and the more you try to balance that out, the more it starts to turn into something that looks just like UBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my roundabout way of kind of putting that into a context when I've looked at alternatives of it. Well, and another thing, a lot of the objections are that, you know, well, if you give people free money, aren't there, isn't everyone just not going to work? Yeah, that's For, silly because you, there's no, you're not getting unlimited free money. People yeah. are going to want more money. Yeah. And like, <laughs> second of all, like, who fucking cares? 
Yeah, like, these are people that people, aren't working now, and yeah. they're not working now is putting them in the streets where they're then going to emergency rooms and requiring at least double the amount of money of public funds spent on them for medical costs that wouldn't happen if they just had UBI and maybe a social worker to help them get an apartment that fits in that UBI cost. Yeah, right. And at that point, there'll be people at these apartment complexes that, whose whole job is to grab these UBI people and get them settled in there, even if they're uh, raving lunatics that are forgotten by our lack of uh, social care and the mental ca- situation, you know? Yeah. No. I, I mean, it's got to be the future eventually because... Uh, when when there's not enough work to go around, we'll have to ask the question like, you know, what yeah. what really gives a person worth instead of like what they can produce for our lovely capitalist overlords. Yeah, and how are we going to become a hub of design when we're not able to be a hub of manufacturing anymore? When designers tend to be artists, and artists tend to need more incubation time and to have more uh, things funded for them. And not all of them have the social skills to team up with a corporation and do these um, advertisement or rather partnerships with businesses that a lot of creators are doing to survive now. If you're the next designer of the next big thing, but you're not socially uh, in command enough to get these kind of advertiser or not advertiser i really mean partnership situations with these corporations if you have the incubation of ubi you could be the next ceo and create jobs by just having this extra time to build up right uh, this portfolio and to make these connections and to team with the kind of managers that can get you these corporate connections and then a whole thing can blossom that just can't exist if you're in the streets causing extra medical costs that are twice this ubi and you never get the basic things that are affordable at half the price. Right. Just get you an apartment, oh, get no. you a smartphone. You could start making websites on Squarespace from, for someone on a smartphone and make a business of it. Right. Uh, with the tiniest amount of design intuitiveness that these people that start businesses don't have with their ugly websites. And they'll make <laughs> more money with this and that's just one avenue right. that's available with that. Just with like more time and less stress about surviving. Yes, because it's been proven in studies that when you're stressed about surviving, you can't live up to your potential to even uh, start a job successfully, even a, yeah, a baloney sure. job. Yeah, them, them stress chemicals is fucking real, dog. Yeah, they take you out and there's then not they a recovery. They fuck you then. up, and like if you aren't if you aren't really like mentally aware and taking a a thorough inventory of yourself mm-hmm. and your behavior, you won't even recognize it, and it'll mm-hmm. go on for years. And just like wreak havoc on your behavior, it's and it's insane. Not your comprehension, and yeah, general. totally. It it and really so well. So well, your lack of self confidence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it uh. Sorry. No fucks you up. It's been All a right. long day for me. Right. Long week. <laughs> All right. Should we do? Should we do our last little uh last pay them? It might be Bob Thornton chug. Yeah, and then we'll do our last news chug. That's right. Alright dicks, I told you to register for the free Aerosmith tickets by clicking on the link for the Radio Vegas Rocks app and then simply register your name and phone number under the VIP tab. To punish you dicks, I'm going to play Janie's Got a Gun on my hand flute while I explain again how great this contest through Radio Vegas Rocks truly is. This is free airfare, free hotel accommodations, and two VIP tickets on the actual stage. You're on the stage watching Aerosmith play. If one of you dicks win these tickets and you have no one to go with, I'll go with you. 
I would love to see if can Aerosmith on stage turtle, even if you win. As long as you promise you don't roof in my drink, you don't have sex with my dead corpse, hopefully he doesn't make my my skin into some sort of apparatus he wears around his face. I'll even stay with you. All you have to do is download the Radio Vegas Rocks app and register under the VIP tab of the app to win. Download the Radio Vegas Rocks app right now. Is your butt a crudely built birdhouse? No. Then why are you sanding it with toilet paper? Dude wipes have aloe vera to protect your sensitive side. <laughs> See? Sensitive. Come on, dude. Take it to the hole. Let's face it, every once in a while, we all need a little help. A call to the bullpen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, have I got a product for you. Rick Knucklecock here to tell you about an exciting new product called Spunk Lube. Yes, Spunk Lube, the all-water soluble lubricant that'll help you perform in the bedroom. Yes, Spunk Lube. You can use it to loosen pickle jars, play a game of hide the pickle. Hide the pickle. Use it to grease your ball bearings. Do you have a squeaky back door? Squeaky door. Need to glaze a ham? Or how about frosted donut? Frosted donut. Yes, Spunk Lube. And boy, do I have an offer for you. If you call now and mention RadioVegas.rocks and order three jars of Spunk Lube, you get two for free. They often say two's a crowd, but three's a party. Spunk Lube. Visit us at SpunkLube.com. Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get the Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, that bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 888-789-5042. 888-789-5042, Ah, that's the sound most people make when they leave Pinches Tacos. Why is that? Because Pinches Tacos prides themselves in making every location unique, but give every location the same feel. I'm not talking cookie cutters like those big chain restaurants. They blend into your neighborhood and create a place you want to call your second home. Their doors are always open. Well, at least until 11 o'clock. Their mission is simple. They provide you the best taco experience by using high quality meats and seafood, fresh garden vegetables, handmade tortillas, and high quality artisan breads. They could have made it complicated, but they chose not to. Why? Because they found through experience that keeping things simple is a good recipe for success and happiness. It's also a good recipe for a pretty tasty pinches taco. 
According to Spanish language Stack Exchange, we always use it as an insult enhancer and can turn almost any curse word into a really rude one. Pinche pendejo, pendeja equals f asshole. Now they have six locations, two right here in Las Vegas. Come in, find out why we love them so much. Check them out on Facebook or visit the website, pinchestacos.com, for a location nearest you. Oh, 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 yeah. We, we Latin ourselves back in with yeah. that Pinchase taco situation. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's a swear word. That's why you can trust them and Pinchase tacos. Anyway, yeah. you're now on that greasy conversation uh, bandwagon. You're here. You're in our mine cart traveling <laughs> deep into the center of this news planet. But away from the news, we've got a cultural phenomenon going on. It oh, seems yeah. like a thing that you were doing already before this. Yeah, before name. you knew what it was called. Yeah. You might be, you might have a tulpa. Yeah. You might be a tulpa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So, so, yeah. So can we talk about tulpas, guys? We can talk, talk about tulpas. Let's talk about them. We're All talking right, about tulpas. So, I've been waiting. I know. A tulpa is an entity that someone creates in your mind, meaning that you actively try to create a separate personality in your brain. Not like talking to yourself with your mental voice. It's different than that. You're actively trying to segment a part of your consciousness and turn it into something else. Like a manually created multiple personality disorder. Yeah, or imaginary friend. It's not something that someone does to you. Someone doesn't give you a tulpa. You've got to make your own tulpa. Unless some traumatic event makes you branch off an imaginary friend and you could have like a... I was making tulpas before there were tulpas. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Post-traumatic tulpas. Who was the first tulpa? Who was the first person that like made a tulpa and was like, that's what this is. I'll have to dig deeper on this, but... It's a really interesting idea to me. I don't know where I bumped into it, but I just uh, started digging. And it's, uh, it's just a really interesting idea because I feel like all of us kind of do this anyway. Where you, you just have different parts of yourself that you analyze yourself through. Or should. Sometimes. Here's the thing. Yeah. You're talking about self-talk and self as an observer. And that's crucial. And a lot of people should look into this if that's not something you already do. If you're not... Uh, talking to yourself sometimes if you're not stepping away from yourself and watching what you do as someone else like what does the world see as this person then i, I kind of want to say you're wasting your life because there's only so much you can experience through your own eyes Until yeah, yeah, yeah for sure you see yourself experienced through other people's eyes you're not really understanding what this whole world you're swimming around is is going through yeah and there, the the thing about tulpas though is that you Besides just creating a different like voice in your mind with a different personality, you're also encouraged to create an image or a body for this entity that you create. And it could be anything. It could be another person you imagine. It could be... It could be an elephant. It could be a fart cloud. Yeah. So whatever Any, you picture. Anything. And you just have to really try hard to actively like attach this personality that you've created in your mind with mine this is image. A or you can have a wizard hat uh, or a wizard with a cone, a traffic cone for a hat. Yeah. Or just. You could be an orb. Yeah. An orb. Being an orb. 
It's the easy but one. It's the easiest to go. Not just like a disembodied orb that floats around. Only an orb that exists in a photo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a ghost orb. Remember those orbs in your photos? Oh, yeah. That was They're me. all ghosts. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I just think it's a, a cool idea. I'm going to try really hard over the next couple weeks to really do this. I'm going to go like full in. And I'm really going to follow this and see if I can do it. And I'll, I'll trade you, you Tulpas when you're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're all going to mess with Tulpas. We're all going to really... We're gonna swap Tulpas. We're going to report Without back. even talking about it, just mentally swap them. Yeah, we're going to check back in for a Tulpa report. You, you guys Tulpa too. And holler back on what you guys and gals Tulpa yourselves to be. There will be a quiz. You could yeah. have an opposite race or gender Tulpa. Opposite race. You can have a different race, a different gender Tulpa in it up in you. A different entity a different creature. I mean, your tulpa could be like a planet. It could you know? be your fursona. You, you could, could scrap just... your tulpa if it doesn't work out. Yeah, just murder that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, throw your tulpa on the ground. He was a punk anyway. <laughs> right. like if, if you're not happy with your tulpa, just make another one. The idea of recycling your fursona as a tulpa. <laughs> I, weird, Waz and I were talking about this before the show. I like the idea of it being like Pokemon. Where you have two people like on the side of a, a coliseum. Yeah. And they're like battling their tulpas, but because they're both like imaginary, it's just two people sitting there, but really into it because they, they visualize what their tulpa's doing. And then you've got a whole like stadium of people like cheering them on. And then announcers, they're just like visual, like just imagine what they're seeing. So everyone's on like totally different pages. The announcer gets to be but like loves it. dungeon master. Yeah. So the announcer can say what's going on. And everyone just has to play along with, okay, that's what's happening. Definitely with a unicorn spirit animal, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You can just, is there a, a limit to your tulpas? Is That's a good question. And like, and there's this, uh, this site I found. There's a lot of information out there. This is just kind of a basic one. It's just tulpa.info. Um, and it just kind of goes over the basics. But uh, it it really just seems like an imaginary friend or like some way to check in on yourself. You know? That's definitely what it's intended to be. I can see how this could be uh, you could take this awry. You could oh, take yeah. your tulpa out of control. And uh, be just like let a tulpa totally take over your life. Yeah, like, oh, I gotta, I can't go to this work meeting. I've, I've got to take another sick day. My tulpa's I think acting like up. Separating the tulpa from uh, personality is probably a good thing to mention here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be a separate, it's supposed to be a totally separate voice. It's not like pretending your, your inner voice is another voice. It's like literally trying to create a separate voice personality being in your mind yeah and you like you it's uh, not random no it's it's a, a purposeful exercise you nurture it you help teach it that's how you grow it and yeah. people have found that it's it starts to take on its own sentience even within your mind as something you can communicate with as a separate entity i'm laughing at carmen's comments Ima <laughs> no, imagine like you go on a date with someone right and like they sit down like it's just two people, but they specifically like have a third chair there <laughs> for their tulpa. <laughs> My tulpa's name is and the they, Prophet Elijah. They, they, <laughs> they order, they, or the, they order food for the tulpa and shit. Like that's a little, that's taking a little too far, folks. All oh right? man, hey, no one needs, no one needs to do that. I love that Carmen's got a. A, a product. That's she has a, a whole vision for it. I like that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. A medication to control your tulpa. 
<laughs> Not on the TV commercials. Got out of control tulpas. It only affects the tulpa. <laughs> Restless tulpa syndrome. You can't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Tulpa's keeping you up at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Side effects may include more tulpas. <laughs> oh man. Dude, brilliant. I just love this whole idea. I think it's fucking great. It seems fun. Yeah, but, so uh, tulp it up with us and report back. Yeah, we'll all, we'll all battle tulpas and we'll see whose tulpa is tougher because that's what's really important in life. And I'd like to remind everyone of our previous challenge where I asked everyone to drink just a little water from every faucet in their house and oh, compare man. the findings so we could learn together yeah. if uh, kitchen sinks taste different than bathroom sinks and so on. They so, do. Uh, they do. Definitely. So uh, I'm still gathering findings for that. So don't forget before you start this Tulpa challenge to send in your data on the different flavors of the faucets in your house for my spreadsheet. I yeah. also want to tie this, the Tulpa into the simulator conversation yeah. from oh, last week because yeah. is the Tulpa a simulator that you create? That's a good way to look at it too. Like you just want to get a different perspective. Uh, so you're it's just your ongoing create. simulator that you create on your own. Yeah. Because I feel like I've done that where I just have a different, like, more stern, realistic version of myself. Or that's more, like, grounded, I guess. That can judge my actual behavior by. And I'm going, okay, I'm getting a little off the rails here. You can bring this person I in need to as dial a... it back. Yeah, just like as a... Just as, like, an exterior judge of my own behavior. An internal elder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas, uh, I, like, I obviously know it's still me, but I just have to, like, flip a switch and kind of, like... What if I was a different person, but, you know, Tulpa's going way beyond that, you know. So, Man, yeah, let us, let us know how the Tulpa thing goes. We'll report back in a couple of weeks. It takes, you know, it takes a little while to nurture them and get them fully grown. You know, you got to feed them a lot and, uh, you know, take them out for walks and shit. So. Yeah, play them some Sesame Street and some Dora the Explorer as they get going. Yeah, you got to bring them up right for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, What's next as the swirly whips of yeah. data come at us? So a couple, this is just a quick one. Like we were talking about earlier, we don't really want to like dive into politics or like shit on Trump or anything, but this is just, so this news story came out that uh, some aides were reporting that Trump mentioned just buying Greenland because it has a lot of resources and it's just beautiful land. Oh, yeah, that's a new idea. Yeah. So <laughs> we do that. We could just buy a country. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I just imagined them at a, uh, like, at a rally or something, just being like, we're going to do it, folks. We're buying Greenland. For poor people. We're buying Iceland. <laughs> For poor people. We're going to buy the whole world. You stupid idiots. And the world's going to pay for it, you know, or some shit. I don't know. I just got this, like, silly picture. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just seems like you, he would... He's the type of dude who just decides that you can just buy an entire country. What you want to do is that eye thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From what I'm seeing, they're not into it either. No, Apparently no, no. Greenland is saying, we are not for sale. Yeah, which yeah, I'd yeah, imagine a, a population of people would respond to this. I'm thinking, yeah, 51st state. But I'm also thinking, isn't Greenland the hopelessly icy one and Iceland is the actual green one? Yeah, yeah. For so, now, though. Trump's right. fallen for the marketing, though. This is not this. These countries are, are marketed poorly. We just had the hottest July ever. Just saying. Yeah. 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 But yeah, be, due so to global warming, 
So Greenland, even though it's icy now, yeah. Uh, in the future, that'll be like the par- that'll be the only paradise. So you know, it's really forward thinking, in my opinion. Yeah, this is true. And there's a there's a, a a little snippet linked on this in the news articles you can peruse, but it's like the 400th month of being warmer than the last previous month. <laughs> yeah, Greg and I come from like a like a trading and stocks and charts and stuff background too. And if we could like make stock investments on global warming, it would just be constant breakout trades. It'd be a no brainer. We'd yeah, be making just, money hand over fist. Yeah. There's no would. variation in this warming trend since people have been messing with it. Yeah. It's nothing but up. Every month is greater than the previous month on average based on the year before. Yeah. So it's like a new record every year. We skipped a year on record heat for the year. It's, it's meaningless. Every year, every other year is hotter than the previous. Yeah. It's really, really fucking consistent. You wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't lose money. We'll put no. it that way. No, you'd have a net gain for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, this story, so, you know, we had those. Yeah, this is, this is the state of our country that I'm just going to casually mention some, like, mass shootings we had last week. Yeah, you guys remember those couple of mass shootings we had last weekend? Yeah, you know. R.I.P. Yeah, just, you know. Yeah, a casual couple of them. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson got in trouble for mentioning the fact that there's a lot of preventable death that we're neglecting in the wake of that. Yeah, but if yeah, we can yeah. look at this from a perspective of what can we do, and it all just seems to circle around this toilet bowl of mental health crisis. Yeah, but that's, I mean... Some of it's unpreventable statistically, and there's more people around, and we're honestly doing better than we should be doing according to statistics of just how many more of there, us there are and how more distributed knowledge is, is you find out about shootings like you could never before. Yeah, yeah, that, that too. But and not, to, not to go down that rabbit hole, because, I mean, yeah, fuck it, a, just Jesus Christ. But right. anyway, so like usually whenever there's mass shootings, video games get brought out by the political pundits as a new like scapegoat to just beat to death. That's a crazy Again, part. for the last 25 fucking years. Like, I remember hearing about video games causing violence when I was, like, eight. Yeah. You know? That's when it was really big, and they were, you know, it was all before Congress and all that shit. Um, so, Walmart has uh, ordered their stores to take down any signage that displays violent video games. They still sell those video games. They just don't have any of the big displays out for those video games that involve shooting or any of that type of stuff. All right. A certain amount of that's reverence for the times. I mean, not really, because it's just (laughs) a a statistical fact that, like, video games don't fucking have anything to do with gun violence. Yeah. It's... if it's anything, settled. if anything, the censoring of this marketing for this video games makes the whole thing more delicious to the type of personality that is excited by this. They're excited by the fringe. These are fringe people. These people aren't doing mass shootings because uh, they have like a, a hip trend mentality. They're outsiders, like by definition. It's yeah. an outsider mentality. You don't belong in this community that you're destroying on your way out. These are people yeah, that yeah. don't don't have like a an earthly family, so to speak, to report to in this stuff. This is like a like a last farewell to a world that's forsaken them. And this is part of the forsaking. We're we're building more forsaken people by uh, not letting there be a community of them that could just play it in video games and get over it. 
Yeah. Not only that, but you have these boomers uh, that created this dirty air situation that we were raised in, getting asthma and growing up indoors because of air advisories. Where what are we going to do indoors but play video games? Right. So you just built this whole video game culture with your dirty air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you expect? But the the (laughs) funny thing about this is so like. All right, this is this is where to me it's completely obvious that like we have to admit that our access to guns has something to do with the amount of shootings like these that happen in this country. Cuz boy, we have that access to guns. Yeah, but Walmart takes down these displays for these violent video games, but they still just sell all their guns like nothing happened with the guns. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just seems it seems very backwards and like nor am I going to demand that more guns get taken away because I know that there's enthusiasts that are safe with them. And I appreciate the, the museum concept and the tinkering concept. And I think a lot of these people are going to be the safest people to have them. But when you have this mental health crisis, that's where it just keeps spoiling around. Well, yeah, and I don't even think I think that's another scapegoat, honestly, because if you're anyone that's like dealt with depression or it's a very specific type of mental health issue like it, it, you can't just like blame it on like depression or anxiety or any of these like general because no because everyone has their own cocktail if, and if you struggled with like depression or anything like that you sure as shit ain't gonna fucking plan for months to go shoot up a place yeah that's a right. manic that's Dude, a manic to i don't even like sure. fuck man i don't even <laughs> t- i don't even like take a shower to like one in the afternoon because like i can't even muster up you know like who fucking cares? How many people could avoid spiraling into borderline personality disorder by just studying what it is and the symptoms of it? Right. And making course corrections in their life. Yeah. Just to build their support. Have, just wanting have, to yeah. know if there's another side for yourself. For sure. Yeah. Because we have like such a stigma in this country. Like, you know, it's that it, it, it must it, it just has to have like puritanical roots for like you just have to be strong all the time and always work hard and do everything, do your duty and, you know. Yeah, and go and like, to work. You have to be productive at work, and that's the solution to all mental yo, health. Yeah, the world's fucking different now, and it's it's <laughs> crazy, uh, you know. But anyway, I, I don't know. I just think it's uh, Walmart's not taking the right approach. I don't think taking down <laughs> those fucking displays is going to do jack shit. So you know, but good on Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. Uh, last, since we're at the tail end, so uh, I think this was about a month ago. You guys remember when we had that? I don't know if you guys felt the earthquake that was in the California. Second one, the second, the big one, the bigger one. Yeah. Um, did you guys experience any like weird vertigo from that? I did. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Right. I was laying on my bed texting when it happened. It tripped me out. Yeah, <laughs> I was like dizzy for like three minutes. I, yeah, I, naturally I thought it was. And I, ha- I haven't ever felt. I haven't ever felt like that. That dizzy was a before. new feeling for me too, even though I know it was no big deal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. But I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so. Our little fourplex was shaken, so I ran outside and down the stairs because I didn't oh, know yeah, what was going to happen. Yeah, with our, place, like, <laughs> our place did a little shimmy. But uh, yeah, that's a, it's just like a common thing, I guess, is like on the outskirts uh, of these huge earthquakes is people just experiencing vertigo. I have a lot of crap on the walls. And fortunately, uh, no more fell down than what usually falls down by my own <laughs> precariousness. Right. But honestly, I'm a little pissed because... I moved to this uh, godforsaken desert, and one of the advantages I thought is, okay, at least this desert, uh, my stuff 
won't fall down as much as the desert in California I came from. I can get a little bit further from the faults, and I can at least have uh, more vertical storage solutions. Mm-hmm. At least I'm getting that since I can't go outside because it's too dang hot. And here things are getting all shaky here now. I know. What are we going to do? It's only a matter of time before we're the new California. <laughs> so hoping for that beachfront property. Any <laughs> last <laughs> final thoughts before we tie a ribbon on it? Uh, Ain't gonna I don't think so. Ain't gonna <laughs> uh, yeah, just Check tomorrow, out. tomorrow the throwdown. I'm gonna go hang out, come hang out. Yep, with Stella the, Art the Throwdown at Rebar tomorrow. Yeah, 8 drinking, PM. All that, drinking all that Stella. Bunch those, of Stella giveaways too. Those it's special sponsored by Stella. Yeah, I don't know if anyone knew it, but like Stella glasses, the official Stella glasses have like uh, little custom etchings in the bottom to help give more bubbles to the Stella. They're specifically Whoa. made. To add to the flavor of Stella, so. And of course, Bunkhouse tonight. Yeah. Portals album release at Bunkhouse. Uh, Opening act start at 10. And I believe it closes out with Decaying Tigers. Isn't it also Chris Dana Dow's birthday? It is Dana Dow's birthday. And this is his uh, album release. I believe it's the second version of it because they did one at Artifice a couple weeks ago. Sweet. uh, we're gonna do a couple. I'm gonna come up around midnight and do just uh, a couple uh, Kerfoot and Dow throwbacks. So I'm excited. Sweet. And quick media recommendation because uh, we keep singing chunks of it. Brad Neely's new thing on Hulu. Got it called Narg Howlin Sleepio Peepio. Yeah, Brad. Damn, how do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. I I remember stupid shit. Like I don't remember anything important. I envy just it. All the stupid shit in my life. That's what I remember. I would love to. Crazy animation. Uh, crazy amazing music including an artist that you were showing us earlier what was her name the, the liz. that's liz oh o? lizzo yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. check Dope. out liz o. she does the vocals on brad neely's show yeah it's just it's a cartoon skit show but it's fucking hilarious you it also, is so weird you also have to check out greg a show greg turned me on oh, to yeah letter kenny yeah that's, on, Canadian, that's right? on hulu as well just a small town Canadian humor, but with some incredible really, writing. Some yeah, of the most unique writing style really that I've ever dialogue. seen for. Yeah. If you like Trailer Park Boys, you'll love Letter Kenny. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't know. It's it's oh, yeah. It's different, it's a hard right? No, it's have. different. It's not a replacement. It's not exactly the same. No, 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 no. But it's great. It's still good. Yeah. Yeah. They're uniquely comparable. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Binge some shit and uh, cheers. 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 Be sure to check out the schedule page on RadioVegas.rocks for more of the sick live shows we have going on. They're all juicy. There's favorites like uh, Freakmaster. Freakmaster's music selections are not just like biker selections you might be seeing, but these amazing classic funk things too from someone that is a master in automotive paint decal gloriousness and also on that discovery of music time check out pulsar pulsar has got all the hip um independent music that you didn't realize was sneakily out there and really good in ways that you didn't even know was going on and stay tuned for two clueless dudes coming up on radiovegas.rocks look up radio vegas rocks on youtube to find video of that going on or just go to two cluelessdudes.com right now i'll see you in like five minutes because i produced that show and it's an honor Catch you later. Yes, I'm sure you're the only one. This is it.